Welcome to News Fix, where we spend hours going through the news so you don't have to. Prince Andrew settles out of court to avoid trial, and Russia claims they are pulling back troops from the borders with Ukraine. Neither story appearing anywhere close to being over. It's Wednesday, February 16th. Here's your News Fix. As you'll likely know by now, Prince Andrew and Virginia Dufresne have reached a settlement out of court. The cost of the financial settlement has not been disclosed. The court document said, quote, Prince Andrew intends to make a substantial donation to Miss Dufresne's charity in support of victims' rights. Prince Andrew has never intended to malign Miss Dufresne's character and he accepts that she has suffered both as an established victim of abuse and as a result of unfair public attacks. In terms of what we don't know at this point, we don't know how much it cost, we don't know whether Virginia Dufresne might personally receive some of the settlement, and we also don't know how exactly it is being paid. As analysis from The Guardian said, the settlement, quote, raises questions but answers none. In terms of what reports are saying about what the financial cost might have been, while it's not confirmed, both Channel 4 News and The Times cited reports suggesting it was £10 million. Meanwhile, the Daily Mail noted it was said to be worth £7.5 million, and Independent.ie reported more than £12 million. None of them mentioned where exactly they sourced their information from, so there's nothing confirmed in that. And in terms of how the media think this will actually be paid, the Times suggests the sale of Prince Andrew's Swiss ski chalet is likely to finance the settlement. Remember here that if Dufresne's non-profit charity is based in the US, the amount of money it receives will have to be disclosed, so that figure might come out in the future, we'll see. It's also worth noting that many reporters pointed to the fact the statement references Dufresne having suffered abuse, but it doesn't say sexual abuse and it doesn't specify by who. It should also be mentioned that legal expert Gloria Alred said most civil lawsuits are settled out of court. Now in our pin drop this morning, we're looking once again at what the latest is on Ukraine. Last week, US intelligence alleged today could be the day Russia attempts an invasion of Ukraine. On Tuesday, Russia suggested they were pulling troops back from the border, but Western countries say they've seen no evidence of that yet. In a statement, President Biden said there were now approximately 150,000 Ukrainian troops near Ukraine's borders. News also emerged of a cyber attack on Ukraine's defense ministry and two banks yesterday. And in response to the multiple media reports focusing on today, Ukraine's President Zelensky decided today would be a day of unity across the country, where he encouraged people to wave flags and sing the national anthem at 10am. Russia's ambassador to Ireland has been quoted as saying the military exercises by Ukraine's border will conclude by the end of the week, but let's see. In terms of what else is new on this, on Tuesday, President Putin described the situation in Donbass, in the east of Ukraine, as a genocide. Many have described it as a baseless claim. That region has seen fighting between Russian-backed rebels and Ukrainian fighters since 2014. While there are still many unknowns, Sky News reported the genocide claim could be, quote, then used as a pretext for a Russian invasion of the country. It's worth noting on this that there is a vague Russian law that gives a commitment to help ethnic Russians in neighboring countries. Out of Ukraine's population of 44 million, roughly 8 million people are considered ethnic Russians, and most of them are in the south and east of the country. Meanwhile, defense chiefs from NATO member countries are expected to meet in Brussels today to discuss the ongoing situation. Now in Media Matters, a few weeks ago, CNN employees were stunned to receive an email from its president, Jeff Zucker, saying he was resigning from his position. The sudden departure came after news of a consensual relationship with the network's chief marketing officer, Alison Golost, came to light during an investigation into the firing of anchor Chris Cuomo. 
What's new? Galost has now left the network and released a blistering statement about CNN's parent company, WarnerMedia. On Tuesday, the chief executive at WarnerMedia said an internal investigation found violations of company policies by Galost. Alison Galost's statement in response to this said, quote, Warner Media's statement tonight is an attempt to retaliate against me and change the media narrative in the wake of their disastrous handling of the last two weeks. It is deeply disappointing that after spending the past nine years defending and upholding CNN's highest standards of journalistic integrity, I would be treated this way as I leave. If you have a subscription to the New York Times, you have got to read the article we've linked to in the newsletter. It makes for the most fascinating read. Now in societal shifts, in New Zealand, a new law has passed banning conversion therapy practices for anyone under the age of 18. For anyone wondering what conversion therapy is, it is a practice often carried out by religious groups attempting to quote, cure a person of their identity or sexual orientation. The new law means anyone found to be providing the therapy could receive a jail sentence of up to three years. It's worth noting that The Guardian reported this was the country's Justice Select Committee's highest number of public submissions for a piece of legislation, receiving 107,000 submissions. Now something we're watching out for, Genius, a Kanye trilogy. Part one of a trilogy about Kanye West's rise to fame and success releases on Netflix today. From the trailer that we've linked to in the newsletter, it appears to show the very early stages of his career and the move from Chicago to New York. And lastly, today marks 80 years since the birth of the late North Korean leader, Kim Jong-il. He was the secretive father of the country's current leader, Kim Jong-un. If you're curious to know any more about North Korea, you can read our recent piece, it's linked in the newsletter, North Korea, the Mysterious Kim Dynasty. That's today's fix. Have a great day.